Well, I want to begin a brand new uh, series this morning called Rolls. Everybody say Rolls. My first thought is cinnamon rolls. How many have been in an airport or a mall and seen one of those Cinnabons places? You smell them before you see them, don't you? I heard one comedian, he says, they're so big, I don't know whether to eat it or sit on it. You know, it's kind of like me in that 20-foot Big Mac, you know. But that's not the roles we're talking about, unfortunately, this morning. We're, we're um, talking about roles, R-O-L-E-S. And it has to do with functions and parts that, that we play. And I want you to hear this. This is absolutely so important today. Zero in, dial in, lock on this today. Because this is where application is found of our Christian life. This is, this is where... Uh, we live out what we believe. It's in the roles of our life. This is, it shows up in what we do and why we do things and how we do it. And it's absolutely just so vitally important because all of us have gained or lost. We have benefited or we've been hindered in some way by people either fulfilling a certain role that they had in our life or them not fulfilling it or fulfilling that role in a wrong way. And I'm just going to tell you up front that as I've prayed and studied and worked very hard and we're, we're, we're diving into this series, here's my overwhelming thought for me, and it's my prayer for you as well, that you'll arrive at this. I must do better. I must be a better fill-in-the-blank with his roles. I must. I must. And, and sometimes we feel like I'm doing really good at this and doing really good at that, but we've got to look at our roles, not just a role but the roles that we have in our life. It's actually roles as a theatrical term. Um, it comes from a, a 17th century French word that actually had to do with roll, a roll of paper, spelt differently, R-O-L-L, a roll of paper on which the actor's part or role was written. And so this theatrical term has made its way into business and sports and war and life that we would know our roles. And I want us to kind of just keep that theme alive of theatrical because we're all a part of a big, big story. And God is the author and finisher. And he has this incredible story and you need to know this. Every part counts. It's all connected It all counts. And hear this. If you miss your entrance or you flub your lines or you don't show or you don't rehearse, you don't know your part or whatever, you you know what's going to happen? It's not just going to look bad on you. It's going to mess up things, other people's roles. It's going to mess up their entrance, their lines, the the whole plot of what's to be going on. And we don't want to alter this story We don't want to end up other than what God intended for us and for the others that we play a role in their life. Are are y'all with me on this? We don't want to throw somebody else's part off because we didn't keep our part. And pastor, who are you to talk about theater? Well, I actually have some theater background. And uh, community college that I went to um, last century... We, I was a trumpet player and I was just there to be a trumpet player, but we did a little, some theater and musicals and stuff. And we, 
one of them we did was Annie, Get Your Gun. Irving Berlin's Annie, Get Your Gun. There's some cool songs that came out of that. And I was just trumpet player in the orchestra pit. And they needed another person to play just a bit part. Pawnee Bill's Messenger. So they leaned over into the pit. Would anybody do it? And I go, I'll do it. I'm your guy. And so the thing was, though, and I didn't know this when I raised my hand, that meant I had to be in full costume, theater makeup, and my part was only about 10 seconds. But I'd sit in the pit all dressed up until my time, and that would come. And and with your permission, if you'll indulge me this morning, I would like to reenact it this morning. I've got to get in character just from now the reason I took that step is because the director said make an entrance take a big step so that's why I did that let me get back Pawnee Bill here important message for him I'm now emotionally drained, but uh, (laughs) here's the thing, though. It's a bit part, just a bit part, but it mattered. It mattered. I don't know how many times because I was goofing off with it in school. I was very serious then, but uh, goofing off. No, you got to come and do it right. And I'd use different accents. No, you got. And if you don't. Even it's a bit part because it fits in the story and the timing and what gets said and how it gets done. It connects with somebody else. And so we've got to see that all the roles that you and I play in life, it's important. We don't miss our entrance. Make one. (laughs) And know your lines. Don't flub your lines and, and do this thing because in this big story that all of us are a part of. And you say, well, I just got a bit part. You're going to discover this morning you don't have just a bit part. And even if you feel like some parts are small, they are very, very important, connected to roles that other, other people are to be in. Now, I want to read to you, and this is just a sampling from Scripture. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 18, uh, about seven verses here. And this is in the Message Bible. It says, Wives, okay, there's a role. How many of you are wives? Wives, understand and support your husbands by submitting to them in ways that honor the master. Husbands, come on. Husbands. Husbands were less enthusiastic. Guys, okay. Husbands, all right, good. Go all out in love for your wives. Don't take advantage of them. Children, how many of you are children? Okay, let me explain this to you. All of you are children. Okay. Children, do what your parents tell you. This delights the master no end. Parents, that's a little more optional. Don't come down too hard on your children or you'll crush their spirits. Servants. Got a job? Servants, do what you're told by your earthly masters. 
And don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master, for God. Confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. The sullen servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Being Christian doesn't cover up bad work. Isn't that awesome? And the word gives us light. This passage is just an example. It was, it's going to give us light on what our roles are and how we do what we do in, in these roles. And let me say that your roles happen. Y'all with me? Your roles happen in your outer life, in your outer life. And it reflects something from your inner life. And maybe understand that we have an inner life and an outer life. And what goes on inside affects what's happening out here. You've, you've heard me say this many times. Anger is a secondary emotion. A person is angry out here because of something inside. If we take care of the root issues, we'll take care of the fruit issues. And how we do something says something about us on the inside. So the roles that we fill, be it boss, bus driver, brain surgeon, astronaut, grandma, whatever you are, whatever roles that we have, and we all have plenty of roles. We have many roles that as we do those roles, we're actually living out something from the inside. How I do this when Alicia was up here sharing about our children, you could, you could see that being mom is a very, very important role to her. It always has been, always will be. Very, very important to her. And what all happens from, from when they get up to when they go to bed, you know. And so that reflects something. And so it's real important that we look at roles in this way because it's going to reflect something from the inside. Now, just prior to this passage that I read, It it speaks of this in verse 16 and 17, going back above it. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you. Say, that's me. Dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And watch, watch this next verse, verse 17. And whatever you do, say that with me. Whatever you do in word or deed, uh, one commentary said in life or by lip. In word or deed, do what? Uh, Help me out. Do what? Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You do all, all, whatever you do, all, everything, everything is to be done, is to be done in the name of the Lord Jesus. In in other words, in a way that's going to honor him. Everything. And then in 1 Corinthians 10, 31, this also supports it. Therefore, whether you eat or drink or help me, whatever you do, let, let, let me insert this. Whatever role, whatever you do, do what? All to what? The glory of God. And if we'll make that our bottom line, I'm going to be dad, I'm going to be mom, I'm going to be grandma, I'm going to be a pilot, I'm going to be whatever I am. When I do that role, I'm going to do it to the glory of God. And let me say this, that there's really, because it's all, because it's everything, there is no secular sacred divide in our life. There's not this split, well, I got this part of my life and this part of my life, I'm going to glorify God. And this part of my life, I'm, I'm going to do whatever. No, 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 no. It's all. It's whatever. It's everything. Which suggests to us. No, it doesn't suggest. It, it clearly tells us 
that if you can't fulfill a role and glorify God, you probably shouldn't be in that role. And you let, you let that work in for whatever that means for you. Some of you may have some relationships that that's really not, you keep going. So we must find and fulfill our roles. And the word is going to give us light concerning that. If you're not sure of your role, I guarantee you, you're either not doing it or you're not doing a good job at it. If you know you're in a role, but you don't know anything about that role. I mean, some people just get married and they never spent the time. We we have premarital counseling here that involves so much back research to tell you, these are the things that make or break a, a relationship. Here's the areas that cause a relationship to be healthy. Here's things you got to look for. All of that coming out of years and years of work of knowing what helped a marriage make it or a marriage had no chance at all. And so I think, you know, heading into something, you need to find out. You know, think about it. I'm going to be a pilot. I'm going to be a brain surgeon. You went and got no training. And they go, doctor, tell me something about yourself. I, you know, I just I saw some TV shows and YouTube and this has always intrigued me. How many of you don't want that guy work, working on you? Yeah. And I'm not wearing one of the little robes around a guy like that either, you know? And it's, and it's <laughs> out of my room. But we need to get informed about our roles. And, and the word of God is going to give us great light in all of the roles that we need to fulfill in life. Because if, we, if we're not sure, you're not going to fulfill it. If you don't know about it, you're not going to do a good job with it. And it really does matter. Or otherwise, we're going to mess up the story. We're going to mess up somebody else's part, somebody else's role, and disrupt God's creative order. It's all connected. It all counts. And if you or I miss our entrance, or we exit at the wrong time, or we flub our lines, it's not just us that's going to mess up. It's going to mess up somebody else's part. It's going to mess up their entrance, their lines, the storylines. It's going to mess those things up. It's all, it's all connected. So we have to look at this. And we have some things happening in our culture and in our society that just shouldn't be happening. Because one person won't fill a role, it throws it off on other people and it changes things. Absentee fathers, addicted mothers, all kinds of things that happen. And consequently, a person who's in a role can't fulfill the role. And it's all over the place. Pre-algebra teachers. When I was in seventh grade, I had a quote pre-algebra teacher. That was the role. That was the role. And this teacher, I don't think understood algebra, let alone pre. Nor did she enjoy being a teacher. She seemed to hate the students. Combine that with the fact that I didn't know it yet, but I'm a budding preacher. And so I felt every day a need to talk to the group. (laughs) And it just didn't, it just didn't click. And here's this teacher who doesn't care, doesn't know the stuff or whatever. And I got to tell you the truth. It threw me off. It threw me off. I was barely a survivor of pre-algebra, algebra, algebra, and algebra two. 
I told you what my Algebra 2 teacher said. He, he caught on about a third week. And he said, Mr. Gilligan, he said, as long as you can make change and you understand green, amber, and red, you'll be okay. So they gave me coloring sheets during Algebra. No, they no, didn't. No, no. But it's important. It's important that we see that if we don't fill our role, it's going to throw somebody else off. And if you fill the role, hear me on this. When you fill a role, how you fill that role, somebody else is going to fill that role in the future. Listen, just like you filled it. If you're an angry, abusive, uh, uh, let me put it this way. If somebody has an angry, abusive father without God intervening and some good people intervening, that person will grow up and be an angry, abusive father. If someone's a detached, over-busy husband and they watch that, then they're going to raise that without some godly intervention. Are you hearing me? Let me go to the positive side of it all. Uh, how many of you are teachers, like a school teacher or something? Let me, let me see your hands. All right. God bless you guys for real. And, and hey, no bad feelings about the pre-algebra thing, Okay. Let me, and I don't know all of you teachers, but I know this about every one of you teachers. You're a teacher because of a teacher. You're a teacher because of a teacher. It was in class that you saw a teacher and you saw, I could do this. I like this. I love this. And they made something about it compelling and intriguing and, and desirable for you. And, and, and you wanted to do that. You know, I, when I was in sixth grade, uh, my little middle school and Schools were going through all kinds of stuff at that point and desegregation and all kinds of things. And so my middle school was kind of a brand new program and they were trying to get a band program going. And so they brought in about six or seven guys from Orlando. I grew up in Leesburg and that probably explains the algebra thing. But uh, (laughs) they brought in these guys from Orlando, professional musicians. They were a little little band. They had this outdoor uh, assembly. And they were playing songs and we were all just sitting on the grass, sixth grade watching this. And these guys were awesome. They were awesome. And they were playing cool songs, at least for back then. Theme from Hawaii Five-0. <laughs> and they start up. I'm like, I'm in. And then spinning wheel. What goes up? You know, I thought... I'm in. And I, I just locked on. I thought, that's it. Trumpet. Now, what if the guy was up there? I go, what's this? But you know why I wanted to be a trumpet player? A trumpet player. And when I knew God was calling me to be a pastor... I initially went kicking and screaming. You know why? Because of pastors. I said, Lord, I don't want to dress like that. I don't want to talk like that. I don't want to act like that. I don't want my wife to look like that. (laughs) And I ended up in a Christian music group traveling all over the country. And we... We were in eight churches a week, seven nights a week and Sunday morning. And I think the Lord did that 
mainly for this purpose, not just to travel, have great friends, have good time, great experience, all of those things, but so that I could see eight pastors every week, eight pastors every week. And I saw some that I thought, oh, and others that I thought, ah, oh. and every morning before we'd pack up and leave that church, the pastor would come out and give a devotional, whatever church that we were at, he'd give a devotional to the group. And some mornings I was like, And other mornings I was like, oh, I'm not kidding you, but I saw what not to do. And I saw what to do. And, and it stirred in me and, and I'm a pastor today because God called me. But part of what helped me to just decide, yes, I want to do this is because of pastors. It's because of pastors that I saw. And it's also because of pastors that I saw that I wanted to be a pastor. And listen, there are roles. How you fulfill a role is going to determine how somebody else fills a role. And let's do it in such a way that people go, yes, that's the way to do it. Yes, that's what I want to be. That's what we're talking about here when we talk about roles. Amen. All right. How many of you, I'm going to draw. How many of you love it when I draw? How many of you love it when I act? We're all about the arts here, aren't we? Okay, what's this? No, that was last series. This is a wheel. And there's spokes to it. This is you. This is your life. This is your life. And these spokes represent different things that you've got to get settled about yourself. Your theology. What do you believe? Why do you believe that? Where'd you get that from? What do you think about God? You're you're going to have to get that settled. Your story. What is your story? Half of you are hiding parts of your story. They're actually meant to come out. Your scars, your scars are loud statements. Some of your brokenness are trophies for the kingdom of God. We're to comfort others with the comfort we ourselves have been comforted with by God. You know, forget projecting that we're all perfect and pretty. You know, God worked in our life. God helped us. We've been through some stuff. You got to get your story right. And then your values. What, What is important? What do you really count as? Where did you get your values? Because if you don't define your values, you're going to take on the values of the world. And, and the world is, is, they're trying to figure out things. And then for today, roles. What are your roles? You're going to have to find out what is it that I'm to do? What are the roles that I am to be in? And so to help you to get the idea, it's real easy to find out. It's harder to do. But let me just... Start and give you some of mine so that you'll, you'll know. Well, first of all, I'm an, an, an actor. <laughs> now, forget all that. Forget all that. I'm a child of God. And we'll talk more about it next week. But once you understand some of these things, you'll begin to get priority in your life. And man, don't miss next week. Okay, just don't miss it. But this reveals my priority too. I'm first of all a child of God. A child of God. That is one of the roles, most important roles in my life. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a father-in-law. I'm a grandfather. I'm about to be grandfather again in May to a beautiful girl named Cora. She's coming. I just wanted to say that today. <laughs> I'm a pastor. I'm a boss. I'm a friend. I'm a brother. I'm a son. I'm an uncle, I'm a student, 
I'm a chaplain. And there's other roles. And as you look at these, here's the important thing. You identify, you have many roles. I hope, I hope you're starting to see, okay, I'm this and I'm, and I'm that and I'm that. And some of you are in a role by default. But find out what those roles are. Now listen to this. You must, you must find yourself intentionally involved in at least four or five of your roles every week. Every week. Or you're going to damage yourself and somebody else. You're going to find yourself lopsided. You're going to find yourself wearing a, a, a flat spot on part of you. Hear this. Studies totally prove this. Burnout happens in a person's life. Burnout happens when they stay in only one or two of the roles. I watch it all the time. Where a person is so involved in business or fun. And they just have their one or two roles. All of us, we have these one or two things that we really like. You've got to intentionally get into four or five of your different roles. I have to, the other day, Elise and I, we, we just, hey, we've got to be grandma and grandpa or peepa and mimi. And, and so we went to go visit Gavin. He was sleeping though, but I understand that and I applaud that. I support the whole idea of naps, okay? But you've got to intentionally do this. I have to watch myself because I'm actually, how, do you, how does my wife put it? I'm a selective extrovert. I mean, I'm fine here. But I really, I like being by myself a lot. And I could, if I'm not careful, I could just study. I could study for sermons. I love doing it. I, lo- I love that time and, and to read. And then I'm working, uh, doing some um, bridge work into a doctoral program and, and to be student. I, I really, I could just kind of do those things. I have to be careful. You know what would happen? I'm going to ignore people. I'm not going to fulfill roles. I'm going to wear a flat side on me. I'm going to burn myself out. And this is why all of us have to, we have to make sure that we're getting into all these roles. Right now, intentionally, I'm going to go be a friend. I'm going to be a better brother. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you know what? Here's what I'm struck with on all accounts, on all my roles. I've got to do better. I've got to do better. I must be, and that's what it's about. I must be a better husband, a better father, better father-in-law, better friend, better. I, I must be those things. And that's what God is calling us to today. So a couple of things here. You've got to have priority, margin, variety, and that will help you to be healthy. Real quick, you need to know your roles. You need to know your roles. And we've started doing that. Look at your life. Find out what they are. Identify them. What are my roles? What am I to be doing? Who is counting on me? Get informed. Get counsel. Get training. Do whatever you need. Find good models for each of those roles. But you've got to know what those roles are to start with. And let me just throw this in real quick. And some of the roles that you maybe had to identify about your life, you say, well, I don't want to be that forever. Well, some of those roles are covenant or contractual, such as marriage. Okay, but you have some other roles that are seasonal. And so maybe you're looking at a role in your life and and you go, well, I don't want to say, would you like fries with that the rest of my life? I don't want that to be my role. But guess what? If that's your role right now, what are you to do with that role? You're to be faithful in that role. 
You're not the sullen servant. You work hard, you're joyful, you're energetic, you reflect from the inside, no matter what those seasonal roles may be. Because if you don't fulfill this season, if you don't pass that test, you'll see that test again. And you won't make it into a future season. So there may be some seasonal things. There may be some things that you're called upon now because somebody else did not fill a role. God taps on you. I want you to fill a role. That's why we have foster parents. That's why we have grandmas raising children. That's why I have some of you that have adopted children. And I think as a church, we need to do more and more of this. I think we need to step up and fill in some roles and reflect from the inside some good things and help some kids that some other people didn't fill some roles in their life. We can fill some roles. What say you? Now, because if we're not faithful in little... We won't be trusted with much. Luke 16, 12 in the message Bible says, if you're not honest in small jobs, who will put you in charge of the store? So we've got to be faithful. Little. And then lastly is this show. And by show, make your entrance, be there in those roles, fill the role, be there, play your part, bring your supply. And listen to me, be fully present Be fully present. We have a little saying around here. Wherever you are, be all there. Y'all, wherever you are, be all there. And I'm going to say this, and and hey, I already had my moment with you this morning and said this. I must do better. I must be a better fill in the blank. But listen, it's not enough to just know your role. Show up in that role and be fully present that that's what I'm doing right now. Which might mean for all of us. Put down your stinking phone. I say that to all of us. You know, it used to be a cartoon even. The wife's cooking breakfast and the husband's reading the paper. And she's talking and talking. Yeah, yes, dear. Awesome. We've got to be fully present. Don't, Don't be that guy. Be fully present. I had a friend, he was a youth pastor at the time. He was at a dinner for their church. He was at the head table with his pastor, his wife. His pastor was one of those guys that just didn't pay attention. And he said, Stephen, how are your parents? And he's looking around the room, waving at people. And Stephen launched into the story about his dad, his parents, that they'd recently bought some property. They were out just walking the property. And his dad bent down to pick something up that he saw. And as he did, somebody was target shooting ways away and and he got shot right in the side and he fell and the whole story of how his mom went and got them help and all that and he had surgery and he recovered and all was well and and my friend stevie he poured out this story to his pastor his pastor didn't pay attention one bit and the story's over and his pastor goes marvelous glad to hear it stephen (laughs) guess what because of how he handled that role you know things are never going to be the same right there all right listen to me It all connects. And we all have roles to play. And it's not just so that you or I could look good. But it connects to somebody else. And if we miss our entrance, if we flub our lines, if we don't do our part right, if we're not really present, if we don't show some passion and intentionality with every role, guess what? It's going to mess up somebody else's lines. It's going to mess up somebody else's entrance. It's going to mess up somebody else's role. And so I would say to all of us, and I start with me, and I'm being honest about this, I must do better. I must be a better child of God 
husband, father, father-in-law, on and on and on down the road. God, help me. And my prayer for you is, and God, help you as we fulfill these roles. Amen? Don't miss next week. Do you get anything at all out of this today?